This episode of the TDLF Podcast is brought to you by Mojo's Dojo. Are you a little pussy-ass bitch? Do you get in constant fear of confrontation and avoid it at all costs? If someone mugged or attacked you on the street, would you not know how to defend yourself? You're in luck, brother. I'm Mojo McGee, world-renowned martial arts master, motivational speaker, and personal trainer. I've been teaching folks of all ages and experience how to defend themselves for over 20 years. At Mojo's Dojo, we teach Kung Fu, Muay Thai, Boxing, Kickboxing, Jiu-Jitsu, Krav Maga, Benoit, Hapkido, and even Feng Shui. We take the best parts of these martial arts and condense them down into a simple, easy-to-learn system that I call the Mojo Way. This system is perfectly designed to help you develop the skills and confidence you need to handle any confrontation you can imagine. Once you've mastered the Mojo Way for yourself, you can tell your fear to go fuck itself because you're too busy not giving a fuck. Don't believe me? Give the Mojo Way a worry-free trial month to see if it's right for you. If you aren't completely satisfied, then just let us know so we can get you out of there ASAP because we don't like quitters. To learn more, visit our website at mojosdojo.com. What you're missing is a little mojo. Hello and welcome, dear listener, to yet another rousing episode of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. No need to check your ears, because you heard right. The dudes are still alive and kicking, and they're still making podcasts whenever they feel like getting their lazy asses around to it. Well, let's get down to brass tacks, shall we? In this episode, the dudes talk about what they've been up to since the last episode that, as you recall, happened an exceedingly long time ago. Sean has started a company, and Watson is starting a film festival. The dudes then talk about some movies they've watched in the past few months. Then they answer a listener email from a fan who has been listening since episode one of Phantom Menace. Wait, I read that wrong. Episode one of this show. Then they close with a true story of an encounter that Watson had with a ghost. Spoiler alert, he had sex with the ghost. Just kidding. Or am I? Yes, I am. But I might not be. Guess you'll have to listen to the podcast to find out. So stay tuned for the TDLA podcast. One man great till they gotta be great. <laughs> what? Don't I just took a DNA. T- <laughs> Turns out I'm a hundred percent white. Two dude from LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boys back at it again. That's right. A.K.A. I'm Waddy McFly, A.K.A. Young Snuffleupagus, bad bitch. And to my right, as always, is your boy Sean William Scott. I have replaced Sean Fawson with Sean William Scott. He's here tonight with me today. But no, for real, guys, it's crazy. We're back. Yeah, and and our audience is here. They're a little scared because they can't. Oh, there they are. There they are. Yes. Hey everybody! Hey audience! It's been way too long. You guys probably even like the audience has, has been here ever since we stopped the last podcast. Yeah, and I think they've just thought that I was you know because they live in my house, and I think they just assumed that oh okay well we're just gonna live here now, and and they forgot that the show was even happening. But it appears they are okay. They are putting on some TDLA merch. Awesome. Hey, okay, there we go. All right, awesome. they are re- realizing. Awesome. So we're good. We're good. We're um, back. It's been a minute. It's good to see you all, and it's, uh, it's good to be here. So, <laughs> oh, wow. my friend. 
Anyway. He's, he's full of them today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the karaoke episode of <laughs> Two Dudes in hey, L.A. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm just saying. We get someone who sings really good, just do a few karaoke songs. For sure. Can we get for copyrighted sure. for that? I don't know. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say no. All right. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk it. Well, I am a lawyer. I say no. Um, awesome. It's good to be back, everybody. Oh, I'm just going to say that at least seven more times. Uh, but yeah, Sean... Like we got a lot to go over. Just tell let's tell everybody what's going on. What's going on? What are you doing, man? Um. Well, I would just like to announce that I got a haircut recently. Oh shoot! Applause. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Woo! Yep. Uh, I know people have been calling me brave online, yeah. oh, and yes. that soul. I'm that I'm a beacon of hope for everyone out there. And look, I. I'm just a person like you all. Yeah. So it's hard to believe, but I can confirm he is. All right. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm gonna. I can't. I can't be humble. You are seriously the greatest person alive. I'm sorry. <laughs> and for that haircut alone, it's right. Just, okay. Well, I'm wearing a hat today, so <laughs> it's true. It, it is true. But, That's cool, uh, man. What's going on? What else? What do you got going? Uh, it's been it's been a minute. So I think yeah. the last time we recorded was like August or July. Man, so too long. Um, it's not as hot. That's yeah, for sure. that's <laughs> right nice. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um, we've been really busy. I just want to say, like, it's not like we were just like, like not doing this. It's just we've both been like hitting it, getting really things hard. going. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So many ideas, and and we're we're working on them. So yeah. Uh, well, uh, one thing I didn't put here in the notes, but I was curious since we're kind of done with this sizzle we've been hinting at this project for a while should we just kind of give the audience an idea of what it is because we keep uh, going one? um the the one that's oh, i'm looking at on the yeah. whiteboard here just sure. an idea yeah of course yeah so we've been working on this tv show that's what you're talking about yeah yeah it's called uh, eddie and the beaver um i mean that's the working title i guess because who knows what's what's going to happen uh, me and Janine, we need to get her back on here. Yeah. She was like one of our first guests ever, I think. Yeah, first um, guest. We've been working on the pilot. Um, it was requested from a studio that we work on, or that we at least have a pilot to show. Um, and we've been really trying to make waves, at least for for someone who like me who doesn't know anybody. And Sean designed all the characters and stuff. Like we and him really kind of were like the first ones who come up with this idea. And, well, uh, you, I mean, you 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 really came up with it, and uh, I just kind of helped with the design aspect and sure. tried to give in my my two cents as as much as I could on other things. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a mixed media or mixed medium show, so it's shot in live action but yes. animated characters. So yeah, that's for sure. I don't want to give too much about like who the characters are necessarily quite yet, because that's kind of like yeah. the whole gimmick of it, but. I'm pretty pumped about it, and, like, who knows? If nothing happens, I do really seriously want to just, like, try and kickstart it and um, just see who we can get involved in it. So hopefully one way or another you guys will see some form of it happen. And uh, I have a friend who's in the development department at Frederator, and um, so we we had a good experience just practicing pitching the show to her. Frederator doesn't 
do uh, mixed medium shows like that. Yeah. They're strictly animation. But, that was insane. It was, it was so cool. It was a cool experience because we got to go to Frederator. Yeah. Uh, and go see all the posters of Adventure Time and yeah and stuff like that. But it was really cool to see that. And then like uh, I've been working to try and get uh, a meeting with Lionsgate TV. Excuse me. And um, I mean, we got a general. <laughs> So, I mean, we did the general, and so now it looks like we're going to do the full thing, so... Yeah. But that'll be coming up soon. I just thought we should say something about it, cause for months we've been saying, oh, we have this thing we're working on, so... Yeah. So that's what that is, and, and we're still working on it, but, uh, it, you know, it's that's kind of what it is, so... Yeah, pretty pumped about that. Um, do you mind, since we're talking about um, stuff we're working on, I, it seems like the perfect said way to bring on, like, what your main focus is? Oh. <laughs> is that cool sure yeah yeah so tell them honestly i'm pretty pumped about this because you've been i think even like back then you've kind of talked about like certain stuff you've done for like podcasts and things like that other podcasts like tinfoil hat and stuff so like let them know man yeah what have you, so, you been focusing on so Something last really last holiday season i did i did an animation for tinfoil hat and um the the punchline of the video was proof is in the boner and everyone in the comments of the, online was like, "Oh, that should definitely be on a T-shirt." <laughs> so I quickly like went on Society Six and and threw a couple versions of that shirt up, and um, it just got me thinking. Like I've always kind of liked the idea of making, designing shirts, ones with like my sense of humor, and just kind of, uh, just seeing what cool designs I could come up with. And uh, so I started kicking around a few designs, and it just. Uh, it just came to me as like I, I think I'm just gonna put an online store up. So yeah, um, there's a there's a few months at the beginning of the year that that was you know I was really just trying to get a website built and all of my designs built and um, I yeah I finally got everything up. So yeah, so um, what's the what's the company? <laughs> it's called Hershey Clothing Co. Awesome. And Hershey is uh, the last name that I was born with, and and it's not like the chocolate Hershey's. It's it's spelled <laughs> differently. So. Don't come after me. <laughs> and it's an actual family name. So Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Like I've I developed this style of art that looks like looks like graffiti. It kind of resembles graffiti and I've been doing like portraits of famous people and so I've got a couple a couple designs up with that and then I've just been doing a lot of them for so, social media just to try and make cool content. So Well, and like your social media is also a, a different aspect this in general, right? Like you're trying to make your Instagram not just for Hershey, but also just like a collective of artists, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm curating dope art. I'm I'm working with a photographer who's also my barber. Shout out to Tones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I'm just trying to make a cool Instagram page with cool art that people are gonna appreciate. And the the online store is just kind of a a, a by the way. Like yeah. it's like oh, if you like the art, you know, there's this, but. If, if you don't want to buy anything, like, appreciate the cool art, so. Yeah, and I've been, I've been, I'm, like, super proud, because, like, as a friend, because you've been, like, talking about this, and, like, you, like, you know, you've fallen through with it, and, like, you've really been, like, pushing it, and, like, seriously, go follow his in, the Instagram if you're not already, Hershey Co. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Thanks. it's on your Instagram page, <laughs> if you already follow you on Instagram. Yeah. And you can just go right to it. Um, but yeah, you've been like, you've been talking about it with me, some, like some really cool ideas and then to see them all kind of happen. Uh, and then, yeah, I made a promo video for them. So you can kind of go check that out too. Which oh, that is was so there. great. So yeah, a lot of fun stuff, dude. Yeah. So what's like the big picture? Like, well, let's say, let's say everything works out how you want. 
what do you hope happens with this uh, Hershey Cup? Um, I, I, uh, am I going to make a million or am I going to be a millionaire selling shirts? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, um, what I've been doing a lot in my free time because I drive around and deliver all day is uh, listen to a lot of podcasts about entrepreneurship, uh, finance, and investing and stuff. So I'd like to just build myself a little nest egg to then kind of be able to work with that money and like reinvest it and, and try and grow the money that way. I, I don't think I'm going to sell a million shirts, but if I could sell a few thousand, then that, you know, that would kind of help help springboard to be able to uh, grow whatever, whatever money I'm able to start out with. And, yeah. and really what I want to be able to do is just finance my own projects myself, you there know, because as artists, we come up with ideas and then we say, all right, now I got to find money somewhere to do this. Yep. Uh, and the, the, the best case scenario is if you just have the money to do it and the time, mm-hmm. you're just like, cool, I can just, um, cause I had one of my friends that was like one of my animation buddies pull me aside and they're like, so are you, have you given up on animation? And I'm like, no, this is so that I have the time and the money to animate whatever, whatever I want, you know, like yeah. I want to, I'll be able to do my own projects. So, and, and maybe bring on other artists and be able to collaborate. Like that's, Heck yeah, dude. so I'm just trying to, I'm trying to just, figure out my own path i guess yeah (laughs) i think that's something that like a lot of people out there should should like as an artist living out in los angeles like the great thing about it is you can make a living but like what i think is more realistic instead of like coming out here and trying to make billions of dollars is like no if you come out here and really like work and put put the hard work in like you're doing you could potentially like like make uh you know minimum wage or or enough to like pay bills and stuff like that's something that potentially could happen and you should be okay with that like that's that's one thing that like a lot of people get hung up when they come out here is that they think oh man i'm gonna come out here and make a million dollars in my first like year and it's (laughs) like no i mean i'm not saying you can't but like i don't know i think it's just more realistic outlook to be okay with hey if i can get my bills covered while doing my art like cool like like or like if i can make enough to make my bill to to pay my bills so that i can yeah just focus on other projects or or maybe even make and then then make even a little bit more money to fund other projects i don't know i think you just have a more realistic outlook instead of being like yeah i'm gonna start this t-shirt company make billions of dollars and and i'm sure you hope you make a billion dollars you're not gonna say no if it happens but yeah yeah the another another cool thing would be is if i can get some of these designs into stores like mm. so um the one of the next steps would just be to be cold calling like little boutique stores and stuff and just try and see if i can if i can get stores to be regularly buying products but right now it's just about establishing the brand getting some brand recognition and building a following online otherwise i, I just don't feel like people are going to take it seriously so yeah so there's that and uh it's it's just been a fun project you know it's i know i understand that uh it's a it's a super saturated market t-shirts and um it, it's kind of a, a cliche business endeavor like oh yeah you're doing t-shirts but uh <laughs> i couldn't what, do I, what i've learned though. about uh what i'm learning about business and stuff is is it's just like how do you stand out from everyone else and that's that's what i have fun thinking about is is different ways of marketing and standing out and i think that the content is is pretty good so nice that's what i'm trying to do it's fun Very thank cool, you man yeah of course fun stuff and what else you got here? <laughs> oh, I just wanted to give my my baby niece a little shout out because I I'm sure we in the previous episode we talked about how 
my my sister had my niece that would have been a year ago so yeah now baby isabella is a year old Yay. and she's starting to walk it's adorable and wow she's she's really smart like um they've got this bookshelf and and my sister can like recite a phrase from one of the books and she'll grab that book off of That's the shelf crazy. Wow. like just by looking at the spine of it and <laughs> and like she has this really cute thing like she loves dogs and so they'll be like where's the dog and she goes <laughs> <laughs> that's her impression of a dog she Aww. just like breathes you're like <laughs> <laughs> that's cute so love cute. isabella happy birthday, happy birthday. Uh... and then yeah like a lot of movies have come out yeah. in the last few months yeah. since we've next talked time, next time we do um next time we do this we're going to talk about joker because i've Seen Joker, and you're literally going to go see it right after we're done with this. Yeah. So we'll yeah. talk about Joker for sure, guys. Get you get your Joker questions in now. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of great movies. So should we start off with uh, Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Yeah. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, you guys may have heard of it. It's made by indie filmmaker Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> um, God, what a great movie. It did really well. I thought it was beautiful like... beautiful film. For me, it was like kind of almost like a breath of fresh air, almost. Like... Quentin Tarantino movies are very, like, you know, fun and, like, I mean, obviously brutal. And, like, this movie wasn't, not that it wasn't brutal. To me, it just felt like more of, like, let's kind of take this nostalgic trip of, like, of, like, the movies in the 70s and 60s. I think it was, like, later 60s. And let's just, like, enjoy a time in Hollywood that does not exist anymore. Right, you know, like I think I think the movie was basically like, like, a lot of people say that the Sharon Tate murders was the end of an era for those kind of films, mm. and I want and I think this was like Quentin Tarantino's way of almost being like, man, I wish he wasn't murdered, <laughs> so right? He could continue these kind of films. So, well, that that's one point uh, I, I wanted to make because I, I feel like. That's definitely a thing that that Tarantino tried to set up for the film is this this moment where the audience just goes, ah, she didn't die. It's like, <laughs> yeah. um, and I didn't have that. Oh, really? <laughs> because uh, as as I knew very little about the Manson murders, mm. but I like I didn't know who Sharon Tate was. I didn't know she was killed in it. So like. My experience the first time watching it is they're building up Margot Robbie and she has all these scenes, and then at the end I'm like, so then what was the point of her role? Like <laughs> nothing happens. Yeah, she's just she's just the neighbor. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, so so he definitely like if you know the stories, then I'm sure you had that experience where you're like, oh, that's cool. Tarantino yeah. kind of like saved her in this movie, but I just I, I was just like, what was the point of her character? Oh, sure, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you calling me and, and kind of talking about that when after you first saw it. Like, you still loved it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know very well. I love serial killer, like, stuff. Not serial killers, but I like <laughs> learning about them. And, you know, char- you know, he technically Watson never writes to about three different serial killers in prison right now. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's uh, pen pals. Yeah, exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, yeah, so, like, this was pretty pretty fascinating i knew something was different different because like i know that brad pitt's character and uh leonardo caprio's character didn't exist so i was like why would and like what was the reason for making characters that didn't exist with characters who do exist Mm. um so i don't know so that was uh interesting 
But yeah, I I I loved the scene where where Brad Pitt goes to like the ranch place or the old studio place, mm-hmm. and like that just whole build up of that whole thing was just yeah. I thought I like Brad Pitt's acting at his finest, like. And of course, he takes so the shirt great. off. <laughs> so it's it's, it's hard because everybody wants to go. Well, who is better, Brad Pitt or DiCaprio? And like, DiCaprio definitely had some amazing scenes. Like the yeah. scene, the the behind the scenes when he when they're shooting in the saloon, he keeps forgetting his line. <laughs> That's definitely like one of the best scenes in the film. Yeah, especially just... when they pull back the camera <laughs> and then push back forward the camera, like acting as if to kind of take you out of it. Yeah. yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> Such a great, well acted and shot scene. But I just, I was just mesmerized every time Brad Pitt was in, was on the, the screen. Like, yeah. he never once breaks. He never shows any signs of weakness. He's just so calm and cool and collected the whole time. And that's that's an interesting point I wanted to make about their characters and their contrast. Is you have DiCaprio, who's this successful actor. Yeah, he's he's quote unquote washed up, but he he has a nice house. He has a nice car. He still has a career. But he's kind of a mess, you know, and yeah. he's he's very insecure, and he's and he's falling apart at different parts of the film. Brad Pitt's life kind of sucks. Yeah, he lives in a trailer. He has a shitty car. He's a stunt man, so he's always getting the shit kicked out of him. But he seems totally content yeah, with his does. life. Yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't ever complain. Wife, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just an interesting contrast between their characters. But yeah, two just badass dudes, and oh yeah. yeah, and just just kill it. Like they did so good, and like the music, of course. In any Quentin Tarantino movie, any Quentin Tarantino movie, the the score is going to be awesome. So that was just sure. great. And uh, it, it's also weird living in Los Angeles and watching that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, literally, we'll have to go eat at Casa Vega because that's like that. That's a part where they actually eat there, like majority of the movie. Well, and Musso and Frank's right down the street. What's that? And Musso and yeah, Frank's. Musso and Frank's, which you've eaten at. Yeah, Jai so, took me there. Had the best uh, plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Bam! That's well, <laughs> I love spaghetti and meatballs. You need the meatballs meat. were stuffed with cheese. It was dang, so amazing. Dang, I want to be all about that. It's I believe the oldest restaurant in Hollywood. Oh really? Yeah, it's like that's dope. 1900s. So dang, that's really cool. So that's cool. Yeah, definitely love that movie. Definitely go check it out if for some reason you haven't seen it. <laughs> But, like um, like you said, not as violent as as other ones. Yeah, I heard but, some Quentin Tarantino fans were really upset because they wanted like an action packed thing, yeah. and it's not. It's more of a nostalgia trip, I think. Or but no, nostalgia... the climax was definitely worth oh, it. Yeah. The climax <laughs> is very bloody and gory, so get ready for that. Yeah, yeah. So another great one that uh, that came out just recently is the the second chapter of It. Yes, oh, we've been God. waiting two years for this. And it finally really? happened, yeah. It came out, I think the first one was like 2017, and then oh. yeah, this one was 2018, or 19, sorry. <laughs> it, it wasn't so, last year? Wow. Yeah. I Which didn't is even why I think that. the movie technically, chapter two technically takes place 2018, because that's the, that's the right amount of time that mm. it wakes up is around that time so technically yeah we weren't we were watching it a year late or a year early <laughs> i see yeah so what'd you think of it too dude dude those movies are just they're so well made mm-hmm. um the casting was was spot on and it's so funny <laughs> like the whole movie is both movies are just hilarious it's it's really crazy that 
Like, there there were some scenes in that where I'm scared, and the next second I'm laughing, and then I'm scared again, mm-hmm. and then I laugh, and, like, give me an example of another film that does that that no, well. I don't like, think anything. It's so hard to pull off, and they just did it so effortlessly. Yeah. And, obviously, I mean, Bill Hader just, he just did that so well. Bill Hader steals <laughs> this show. I, 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 no offense against James McAvoy. And like, like this was all cast. This was casted great. Yeah. But like, Bill Hader is is quickly becoming one of my new favorite actors. So you got to watch Barry also. Like, yeah. It's it's it's. Yeah. Um, but like, the 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 guy who plays the grown up Eddie, like mm. as soon as you see him driving in that Cadillac, I'm like, he has the exact same mannerisms as the kid. Yeah. Like, it was. I knew exactly who it was. It was crazy. He so. did so good. Yeah. Yeah. Talked like him and stuff. Um, yeah, I loved I, I, I did like it it chapter two. I think I think I liked the first one a little bit better. Um but only because I don't know, I feel like this movie it, it, my my big problem with this movie it wasn't paced as well as I would have liked. I felt like the beginning they were like, Hurry, we gotta get these guys to dairy. Like that's kind of what it felt felt like to me is like Hey, sure, we gotta yeah. hurry and get these guys to dairy. And, to be and I'm fair, sure that was a challenge is. when it came down to like editing the film and stuff. Oh, They're yeah. like, "How it's do we get to dairy?" Hours and Fifty minutes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I, I get that, and like, yeah, maybe they could have broken it up in two parts, but then that just would have pissed everybody off. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think they should definitely down the line maybe try like a film series, like even if it's just a mini series, because there's. Uh, you know, I've read the book, so there's a lot to unpack. And I was like, the thing that I was shocked about the most is like the whole ritual thing. Because that's something that the new movie was like, or even the old movie was like, people aren't going to buy this, mm. <laughs> you know, this ritual. Let's just have them attack them again. And this was like, yeah, this was like literally the 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 uh, ritual of Chud or whatever, Chode. Uh, (laughs) it uh yeah i just can't believe they pulled that off i still also feel really bad for mike um because i feel like that character like the first the first movie it was kind of like was he's the guy who brings them all together oh that stayed at dairy okay yeah stayed at dairy i feel like the first movie like he barely shows up at the very close to the very end and then so we don't really get to know him too well and then this movie, I feel like we could have really got to know him, but the emphasis was so much on all the other characters and coming back. And like, I know he like found out about it, but like, since he was already there, they didn't really explore his horrors too much. Mm. But I think it would have like me. I think what it would have been great is if the opening of the movie was like the opening of the movie starts with the losers, you know, making that promise again. Or, or, well, it's just that promise. And I think instead of, like, cutting away back to them grown up already, I think it would have been cool to, like, see it fade out and see Mike standing there looking at where they made the pact. Mm. And then almost, like, or, like, even just following Mike away as he walks away and then do, like, a short montage of him basically having to live in that horror for his entire life. Because, like, the other ones are lucky in the fact that they, they forget. They don't remember, you know, they have a hard time remembering what happened at Derry. Yeah. While freaking Mike has to, you know, remember it every single day. That so like, sucks. It'd be cool to have like a shot where like, you know, he's walking around the city and all of a sudden he looks at a drain or something and like. And just emphasize how consumed he is by it. Yeah. <laughs> 
But also, they, you know, they didn't have a let Watson direct the next one. No. <laughs> I love how I, you know, S- Sadiq, our friend, always always points out that like anytime we go see a movie, I always find at least one thing to critique about it. Um, I I have who knows I could I could probably the net be the next Tommy Wiseau for all I know. You know what I mean? Like until I make a movie and put put my money where my mouth is, then who cares what I think. <laughs> Uh, but I, I did, I did really like it. I think it did live up to what we were hoping for. Like it may not have been perfect or whatever, but I wasn't expecting it to be perfect. And like, I, my favorite scene, sorry, it's good. <laughs> my favorite scene is, and I guess hopefully you all seen it cause we're, we don't really talk about the end. So we haven't really spoiled it that much really. Yeah. Not that I think they of. Ju- they have a giant orgy with Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So there's so there's one scene that I actually just loved, and it's when it's during a monologue I think right before the climax of the movie of the origin <laughs> uh, of the movie, and they're just talking about like their lives and stuff, and then it goes back and shows scenes from the first movie, like when Ben was in within the library and like just had that scary thing happened, he still goes back and gets his books. And then, like, when Richie, not Richie, um, shoot, what's his name? Eddie. When Eddie had that leper come after him by the knee bolt house and, like, Pennywise scare him. Like, you see him go back and get his medicine. Like, life still goes on. You know what I mean? Even mm. though we go through these, ter- like, terrifying things, life still goes on. And, like, you shouldn't go through bad things alone. That's kind of what my big thing, my big takeaway, at least, was it is, like, you know going through things alone is a lot harder and having like your friends and stuff um and not not just ignoring horror like not not ignoring your problems but like going at it with people i don't know that was my thought nice that's good yeah, yeah. i like Sorry, that I, a long-winded talk about no, it no. but I, I loved it a lot so thanks for that yeah uh so yeah those are some good things we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about joker it just came yes. out so I, yeah, like I said, just a brief thing for me. I think it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I think it's awesome. So, and I don't want to hype it up too much for Sean because he's literally about to go see it. But we'll talk about it more. So cool. Yeah. Um. Sorry, we we were catching up on things that we were doing, and then I kind of jumped into the films. But it's all good. you you have some other things that you're a working little on. bit. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. Uh, I guess which one do you want me to start with? I guess no, it's, it's, this is your your thing. So what's well, what's going on? So uh, I'm starting a film festival, everybody. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Um, so the hope is is that we're going to do a big festival uh, in like roughly eight months, probably in Los Angeles. Um, I'm a part of this group on Facebook called Frugal Filmmakers, and we have over a million or not a million, a hundred thousand. <laughs> Uh, follower or well group people in the group and we figured we should start a film festival uh, so we are and uh, that's the plan for right now I've been trying to get this going for two years that's and so awesome. it's exciting that it's happening so follow us frugal film festival you can find that just type that in you'll find it on all social medias we're also having our first online film festival which is a horror film festival. So if you have a horror film you've already made, or if you want to make one, um, we're going to like release them on all social medias for people to watch. 
and it'll be on October 28th is the due date and then on Halloween we're going to release them and watch them together and stuff so that's been really fun um well I hope yeah. you have a fruitful frugal film <laughs> festival nice fruitful frugal that'll be a that'll be a subcategory if you just make a documentary about fruit that's our subcategory um so yeah, that's been really fun. Um, I got selected to be a producer for this play competition thing, so I'm going to be back in Utah wow. for potentially three weeks, which will be cool. And it's all paid, which is awesome. Um, yeah, shout out to the Hive Collective. And if you guys are in Utah, come see my shows. Because if you come see my shows, that's how I advance to, and I and like my price gets higher and my price, my pay gets higher and higher and stuff. So. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, check out the Hive Collective on Facebook and stuff. You, they're live streaming it all, so you can... Yeah, it's like going to be a reality show, <laughs> but live streamed. Um, and then finally, um, I've just been making stuff. Uh, I made a, a fake Area 51 trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That <laughs> uh, you guys can definitely check out. Um, and then I feel like just in general this summer... And this might have contributed why we haven't done the podcast, too. I've been the most depressed I've been in L.A. for some reason. I I, I think it was because my job shifting and, like, getting used to... Because literally I was cutting stuff for Fox and Disney and, like... And then sometimes, like, Amazon and Always Sunny and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And now I've kind of had this shift where I'm just doing YouTube. And, like, I still say, like, hey, yeah, you know, I work for Disney and Fox or whatever. But, like... I'm only editing YouTube videos, which, and like some of them are really fun and cool, but there's some that I'm just like, it's just dudes without their shirts. <laughs> some of you have probably heard of the Dobre brothers. That's me, baby. Um, <laughs> so I got really depressed over the summer and had very little motivation. And so I'm really trying to turn that around. So I got that film festival. I got that short play. I just finished the first draft of my uh, of a of another feature film uh, script. This will be my third, no second. This is my third feature film written ever, but my second horror one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna try and do it. I wrote it in it with the mindset of just making it. Um, yeah. Then our the pilot and stuff that we're doing, and then yeah, the biggest thing. Another big thing is like I'm trying to just make a frugal film, feature film, uh, which you'll definitely hear more about because it's all just going to be on my own. Like I'll probably just end up posting it on YouTube. So sounds uh, like yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but like I'm really just trying to make up for the like the literally like the whole summer where I just where I should have been out shooting, but like I just had zero motivation. Well, you know, so. Red Dead is a big game, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I only beat it a second time, okay? Um, uh, awesome. Yeah. That's cool, man. I can't wait to see all of these things come to I, fruition. Well, I hope they do come to fruition. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they will. They, they are going to come to fruition. It's just the film festival is just going to be, like, potentially a huge beast. Like, we just got I, – I told you this, but we just got a – for our horror short – the online festival we just got one for uh from germany which is so cool that's, and awesome. that's what makes the frugal film fest cool is like it's worldwide so we're trying to do a bunch of online stuff um with the hopes of yeah we're gonna do like a big 
film festival. Well, the first one's probably not going to be big, but what I mean is, is like it's going to be here. You know, it's going to have a location. It might just be at the Pack Theater for now, but sure, whatever. We're going to have some kind of, and it's frugal, so we can always just say, ah, it's frugal. <laughs> but uh, All yeah. Right. Yeah, man. So that's what's going on, guys. That's what we've, what we've been up to. Oh, and um, tonight we're going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Live, baby. So that'll be cool. So I've, you, I've you heard said good you've things. seen it, but have you seen it live? No. Oh, the show so not. No. It's fun. So they I'm perform really it while they play the movie. Yeah, so you play the movie. They don't, like, talk along with it. They literally, like, mimic it. Mm. Um, but there's, like, you know... You shout things at it, and like there's little things I don't know any of them, <laughs> but Every, everybody's naked. Oh, ah! <laughs> actually, <laughs> get ready for anything. Is <laughs> okay. Um, it's so fun. The first time I ever saw a Rocky Horror Picture Show was live, and it was an experience. I watched it with the guy who who's the lead. It's like Susan Sarandon, and. Uh, and then this guy, I forget his name already. I'm sorry, but I watched it with him. And then, cool, yeah. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see what you think. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, I just so I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to one of our listeners, um, Landon. Yeah, has been listening to us since day one. Thanks, dude. He's been so supportive. Hell yeah. And uh, he wrote to us back in June. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so it was really nice of him. And uh, so I just wanted to read the, a little bit of this real quick. He uh, he liked my idea for um, the the gender bending movie. Okay. <laughs> if you don't if you don't remember the the character whose whose genitals switched at random, uh-huh. and so it really affected their dating life. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but then he, because because we talked about people who flake, um, and he talked about a situa- a similar situation. And then we didn't record a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> right? But but we didn't flake. Like it, I think it would be a flake if we were like, hey, we're going to record this day and then just don't. But anyways, sorry. So he makes a good point that in LA, that you'll ha- you'll have a lot of conversations with people. You're like, oh yeah, we should get lunch or coffee soon, and mm-hmm. then nothing ever comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that just kind of happens, but. Um, he, he says he had a seemingly mutual flake out session. Oh. Uh, he commented on someone's story and it, and then ended up asking them to meet for coffee. Uh, they said, sure, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. So he replied and said, oh, let's do maybe let's do Thursday, uh, in Hollywood. She did not respond to the message and Thursday came and went and that he didn't message her again to confirm. So his question was, who was the flake here, me or her, or is it a mutual thing? Uh, I think it's just an example of what you're saying about uh, how you kind of bring something up and then nothing really comes of it. So, yeah, and I, I would say uh, now, so it sounds like this is the first time he's ever talked to this person. Um, no, somebody went to high school with. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So this, it, and no, so now I guess the uh, the question I would have is this a dating situation or was he asking for more of a well, like this industry. this probably would have been their first hangout since high school, so uh, he he probably was just gonna feel it out and see. Out. Just hang out and see. Yeah, I don't know. I would say I would personally. I think flakiness it comes in a form of like repetitiveness, because um, like, and I think there has to be a committed date first, in my opinion. No yeah. offense against you, man. I mean, I, I, that sucks either way. Because like I've had that happen for sure, where I'm like, 
hey, do you want to hang out? And they're like, yeah, let's hang out this weekend. Cool. How about this day? And then nothing. You know, mm-hmm. that does suck. But I think what it comes down to is, I don't remember if you were talking about the person you were seeing and that's what sparked it. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is something where it's like you commit to a day and then literally like hours before. But see, even then, I guess it doesn't really depend on like how when I mean, it does suck more when they give you like hours before or hours into yeah. the date or or whatever. It doesn't even matter if it's a day. It could be anybody. It always sucks. But it is, I think for me, what becomes like flakiness is when it's and sorry if you're hearing hearing that they're doing construction downstairs. Um, but for me, it's like repetitiveness. So like if she, if she continued to be like, Oh no, sorry, this weekend doesn't work. How about next weekend? Yes. And then just keeps flaking. That's what I think to me. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about it? Oh man. Sorry. This guy is very distracting. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like right outside our door for some reason. Okay. Uh, so I think yeah, you guys didn't really finalize anything. Um, she didn't. She didn't respond and say yeah, Thursday works or anything. So it sucks she didn't respond. Um, but that that does happen more often. Is just trying to even land uh, a date and time. So that's not quite a flaky situation. It was just it was never really set in stone. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for the support, Landon. I'm glad you've been enjoying the show. Give us an update. I mean, who knows? He might have ended up marrying this person. Yeah, did, <laughs> did, did you smash? Like, yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Speaking of dates, though, we do have to give a shout-out to Podcasts But Outside. Uh, oh, that's yeah. a podcast that we randomly were a part of. I don't. Did we share that on Instagram? I, I don't think so. I shared it on mine. So, so like you said, we shot a promo video for HersheyCo, and we were, we were at Grand Central Market downtown, and then when we were done filming... They were recording their podcast outside, just outside of Grand Central. Yeah, which is Cole Hirsch. <laughs> yeah. Which is so And I was funny. wearing a Hershey shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, he's huh. like Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they spelled my name wrong on their social media. Oh, I did. I saw that. <laughs> it's with a U, right? Yeah. Yeah. They did spell Sean wrong. Um, uh, but check us out. We'll, we'll post that on our social as well because that was really fun. I posted it on TikTok because mm. he's a TikToker. Uh, and he liked it and commented on it and was like, thank you so much. And nice. didn't follow me. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a cool experience. Very cool. So yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, we're in Halloween. I'll tell you that I'm pretty pumped about Halloween. I've been, I've been celebrating since September. <laughs> yeah. So. We, he, he started a Facebook pay or Facebook group. It's like what two months of Halloween or something, yeah. and and it's gonna be keep going. <laughs> it, it, it's more of like I'm celebrating. Anyone's invited, but more than likely, no one's gonna come. Doesn't matter. I'm still gonna celebrate. <laughs> I mean, when, when I've been doing like events and stuff, definitely people are coming. But like, yeah, I created like a two month movie marathon. I haven't even been close to watching all the movies. But <laughs> you've been um, doing pretty been good fun. though. I see you're posting regularly. I, yeah. I try and come to as, as many as I can. But yeah, uh, for sure. Lost Boys. We watched Lost Boys. Lost Boys. And that was this is the that end. Was so good. Yeah, this is the end. <laughs> But I wanted to ask you, because uh, I'm sure you've you've been introducing yourself to some newer yeah. films, and I was just curious, what are some of your favorites that you've introduced yourself to recently? The new one? Let's see. I mean, um, I guess they would be old films, but new to you. For... No, for sure. Yes. I actually, so for the first, um, first part of, uh, what is it called? 
September, like the first week, <laughs> could not remember that. The first week of September, I literally did the first week of just horror movies I've never seen. And like, I think I'm going to do that every year from now on. Um, okay, so the first one I saw was Jacob's Ladder. Mm. Holy cow. Did he make it to That's the top? Awesome. <laughs> he did make his ladder, and he did climb it. Um, no, but it's super good. It stars... Um, Oh my gosh, what's his name? He's in Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Tim shoot. Robbins. Yes, Tim Robbins. Mm. So it stars Tim Robbins. Um, and it's not necessarily a horror. Def- I mean, there's definitely some horrific things you have to watch in it. Wow. And there is some scary things in it, like really graphic and like, uh, yeah, really wow. scary things. But it's about, he's a Vietnam that like he just came back from vietnam and he's starting to hallucinate basically Mm, ptsd stuff yeah and so it's like oh and it's yeah so it's just it's a mixture of like war horrors with just these things he's visualizing and it's, it's one of those cool things where you don't know what's real what's not so definitely check that one out um dead alive (laughs) which is so cool dead alive is a um, Peter Jackson movie. Oh, wow. It's one of his first ones he ever made. It's in New Zealand. And uh, it's about basically a zombie apocalypse. And what's funny is is how, how the zombie apocalypse happens is they capture this monkey from Skull Island. So literally <laughs> King Kong, where King Kong lives. Right. They capture a monkey from Skull Island, get it off the island, and for some reason it ends up in New Zealand at a zoo. <laughs> And so, and then it bites somebody, and then it starts to spread. Uh, but it is like horrifically gra- graphic. It's not scary, really, at all. But it's just like it's actually more of a comedy for sure. Wow! But it's just like a very super graphic, graphic. Oh yeah, like like <laughs> unforgivingly, like hilariously graphic. Like there's a part where he gets a lawnmower. And starts the lawnmower and just starts going. Oh right! <laughs> but they come up with some really clever ways of killing zombies, which is really fun. What was that? Uh, what was that video game where you're like in the mall killing zombies? Oh, um, <laughs> Dead Rising. Dead Rising. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Oh yeah, Dead Rising is definitely a mixture of this movie and uh, what's it called? Dawn of the Dead for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last one I saw was um, Deep Red. Okay. Oh, sorry. Technically, it was Deep Red and American Werewolf in London. Okay. So Deep Red is about a is 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 about a it, it's more of a thriller. It's just about a serial killer and like there's some twists and turns. The he it's the same director who did Suspiria. Have you heard of Suspiria? Suspiria's I can't watch Suspiria. Oh <laughs> so wow! It's just like and they just did a remake. Uh, it's on Amazon, but it's just like real graphic. It's about witches who. Um, are also a part of like a really strict uh, ballerina like training place and so it's like oh if you don't do your if you don't perform well you get tortured basically oh my god yeah it's 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 pretty terrifying but then american werewolf in london is probably one of my favorite ones out of all of them jacob's ladder american werewolf because it was directed by the same guy who did national or well national lampoon yeah but animal house yeah but then he like does this horror movie and it's straight up it's like super funny like especially at the beginning but then it's like when he becomes a werewolf it is the best transformation like it's an older movie too i think it's like the 70s but like 
like yeah he and it's all practical and it's like nice it's super cool so definitely check those out everybody okay um but yeah i'm open to i have a lot more but now we're in halloween times or october so now i'm like ooh, let's get to the good stuff (laughs) dope yep well that's good to hear man that reminds me i gotta i gotta buy the new halloween i'm not doing it right now but i'm just making a note to myself so um we have a couple of segments that we usually do um i did not come prepared actually <laughs> we surprisingly well and it's fine because like we seriously have a we I, I think we both knew that we had a lot to talk about and uh yeah so we'll have some full segments for you guys the next time we promise but uh we just wanted to catch everybody up and uh well do you want to do yours going. though because oh, no, no, no. We, we will for sure we will for sure do mine um <laughs> yeah so let's so, uh let's do it let's get into it this yeah. is don't you dare laugh <laughs> I mean it. Okay, good. All right, well. All right, so this is Don't You Dare Laugh, Watson edition. Sorry, I like, <laughs> choked on myself. <coughs> um, yeah, so these are all from TikTok. All right. Hope you're ready. Um, yeah, I've been super into TikTok lately, too. I think that's another thing we haven't really ta- ta- talked about too much. Maybe we'll get into that tonight, uh, some other time. But, um, yeah. So these are both cringy slash fun. Let's just jump into it. This this one is called Bitch. Yep. Good morning. How are you? Can you please shut up? I haven't even had my coffee yet. You might be a bitch, but you sure have got a fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think that's fake. But still, that was pretty funny. <laughs> wow. Please don't sexually harass women, by the way. So, yeah, um, lady goes to buy coffee. The lady at the counter asks her how her day's going. She says, don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. And the guy behind her is like, you may be a bitch, but you got a fine ass. Yeah. But you don't say, guys. But still, I think it was fake, so that's why I thought <laughs> yeah. it was okay. <laughs> All right, this next one is entitled Phone. And my favorite thing to do when people are sleeping are to prank them, and this is one. Begin. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's calling you. Someone's calling you. Someone's calling you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I love his look of confusion at the end there. That's my favorite. So what happens is is his dad is knocked out asleep. He says, Dad, there's someone on the phone for you, but he's handing him a deodorant, like Old Spice, <laughs> and he picks it up like, hello? And then his look at the end of sheer confusion when he's like, what? Have I been betrayed? <laughs> Okay, and then this last one, uh, I wonder if you're going to get. Probably not. Well, it's about goats, so here we go. Okay. We got the super tame one right here. Loves to be pet. See? Loves to be pet. She'll rub against you all day. Then that one back there, her name's Buck Cherry. You want to know why? She's a fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buck cherry. Buck cherry. Yeah. Oh. Hey, you're crazy, bitch. I gotcha. That's the song I used to sing to make my mom mad at me <laughs> in high school. Yeah, she was like, don't sing that song. 
<laughs> she was she wasn't southern by any means, but <laughs> but it would just bring out the southern side of her. Yeah, exactly. And that was "Don't You Dare Laugh." Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All uh, right, well, peeps, um, it's a short, short and sweet episode. Catching you, know, you up, getting yeah. back into it, shaking off some rust. Yeah, for sure. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're you're happy to hear that we're both alive and doing well. Yeah, working hard. Yeah. I like how I said, I said, yeah, as in after you said, and alive, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> not really, but yeah, no, we are alive, we're doing fine. Now, we usually close with an excerpt, mm-hmm. uh, but I forgot the alphabet of manliness, but I have so Watson has a story to share. Gather around, children. I should tell a scary story now, actually, now that I think about it. Do I have a scary story? Yes. I do have a Ooh, story. Okay. I, I'm changing it up. Is that okay? okay. Yeah. I'll say. So the story I was going to tell is about how I passed my history class with the song "We Didn't Start the Fire," but I'm going to change it around to some scariness and listen to the to the saws behind us <laughs> as I tell this story. Okay. I had a friend. His name was Fat Tom. We didn't name him that. That was his name. People want, or that wasn't his God given name. He just wanted to be called Fat Tom. P H A T Tom. Okay. okay. So he just thought he was cool. Right. He was also big like me. Okay. Anyway, for years, like in high school, he would tell us that his place was haunted. But we were like, no, Tom, your place is not haunted. You know, like it, it kind of reminded us. It reminded me of uh, in Goonies when it's like when no one will believe Chunk that there was a a shootout outside his uh, outside the restaurant. And he's Mm. like, yeah, just like the time that Michael Michael Jackson came and used your bathroom. Like, that's the kind of stuff he would like say, you know, like just make up some stuff. Um, So anyway. uh, Sorry. So anyways. Literally throughout all high school, we just wouldn't believe him and we wouldn't believe him. Well, after high school and after college, literally years later, one day we randomly were just hanging out. And I was telling him about how uh, I really am into ghost hunting. And he was like, well, like I said, my house is haunted and no one's there this weekend. So, like, we could potentially go do it. And I was like, all right, let's prove this once and for all. That his place is not haunted. <laughs> mm. I just really did not believe his place was haunted. Wow. But I was proven wrong. So anyway, we get there, and there was like four of us, I think. So we decided to take turns, because it was a one-level house. So we were like, we thought two people in there would just, there'd be too much. So we're like, two people go in there by themselves, do their thing for a while. We'll chill outside, then we'll swap, right? So me and Tom decided to wait until later. So two people went in, did stuff. Like so, we had a uh, a recorder to try and pick up electronic voice phenomenon, and then we had a e- EMP EMP no electromagnetic field E EF. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've ghost hunted, but I literally had like a thing that read. Uh, electro electric fields in the air because that was the theory. Is you that, had EVPs you know, and PVPs, they, and... something like that. <laughs> VIPs, MVPs. Um, okay, so then yeah, so then we switch. So me and me and Fat Tom decide to go into this uh, room. Uh, 
So, or we decided to go into his house. So we go into his house and I put my, what you're supposed to do with the, the electromagnetic field detector. EFD, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> That's not important to the story. Anyways, so you're supposed to do it all around it to make sure that there's not like an electric like, you know, an outlet or something that's going to give off energy. But so there wasn't where I put it. So I put it down and we're sitting there and we kind of give it a little bit to settle. And then we just start asking questions and nothing's happening. We're like, whatever. And I said, you know, tap this little machine here for once or tap it for, for yes and don't tap it for no. So we're sitting there and we're waiting. It's just getting really nice and quiet. Um, and we're asking it questions and nothing's happening. And finally I ask a question just out of the blue. I was just like, are you related to Tom? And all of a sudden it goes beep. And we're like, what? (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then we were like, do you want us to keep asking you questions? Beep. (laughs) And we're like, wow. And then, and then, so we were like, do you want us to leave? no answers because we wanted to get like a no to see you know and i kid you not for literally like maybe a good three or four minutes we were asking like are you are you female nothing are you male beep (laughs) it was so crazy and then we were like um like yeah we were just trying to because they said they were related but we were trying to figure out like who it was and um Tom was like, have, have I met you? And he was like, beep. And then, and then Tom was like, dude, my grandpa like died here. Like, cause like they've lived in that house like forever. Oh, And wow. so like, but see, the thing was, is like when he tried to ask if it was his grandpa, like it wouldn't say anything. Like, and even if we said, are your grandma, you're his grandpa, you're his uncle, or we, we couldn't get any kind of answer. So then the scary part was, <laughs> is we were like, okay, we're going to leave. And the thing just goes on. And so she's like, beep. <laughs> and we're like, no, we're sorry. Like, we got it. Like, we got to leave. Our friends are outside. And it just stood there. And then, and it didn't do anything until I touched it. And then it just stopped. And I was just like, what the crap? Wow. And then I did that thing again. And yeah. So that was the scariest thing that's ever happened. Spooky. <laughs> that's pretty dope. I, did, yeah. I don't know if I've heard that story. What did you I'm think, audience? Like, yeah, what did you think? <laughs> oh, you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a skeptic when it comes to like ghosts and things like that. Like I don't really I mean that was pretty big evidence, but like it would have to take a lot for me to I guess to believe it, but I I do want to. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's why I do it. Is like I do want to try and figure it out. When we first moved here, I don't tell Eric this, but I was pretty convinced that it was. <laughs> Cuz like I would wake up, I'm going to sound crazy, but I would wake up feeling that someone was grabbing my ankles <laughs> oh that yeah. would creep the it, it did dude it creeped me out so bad and like i think it, like it had to have just been like my like my leg coming out of my blanket or something because i don't sleep in my covers i sleep on top of them <laughs> mm-hmm. um wow. and then yeah there was a few times where like i'd wake up and swear there was someone like standing there but i don't know it was weird i've never had one of those experiences really? Yeah. Do you think ghosts are real? I know we've talked about that, I think, a year ago, but... I just... I, I don't know, man. Yeah? I, I'm i open to the idea that uh, 
when somebody passes on, you know, maybe some kind of remnants of their consciousness sticks around for some reason. Mm. But I just haven't seen any like evidence for myself. And sure. I used to really watch those Ghost Hunter shows. Me too. That's what got me started. It was Ghost. But Hunters. after a while, I was like, nothing ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> but they are right. really good at like playing it up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I love the the South Park episode. We're like something. Some liquid is coming down my leg. Whoa, it's happening to me too. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I also love, I think I actually played one of the clips uh, last year for Halloween, but uh, on Ghost Adventurers. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he's like, hey, demons, it's your boy. <laughs> I love that. But, yeah, but maybe we'll have to do an episode. That would be, honestly, that'd be pretty badass if, like, we could find a place that's haunted and basically do a podcast. podcast in the haunted place. <laughs> That's pretty cool because, like, there's a lot of EVPs. Yeah, that could potentially. Like, we always got EVPs. That's kind of the weird thing that I. Sam Tripoli from Tinfoil Hat has talked about on his podcast how he'd love to to do the comedy store because apparently the comedy oh. store is haunted. Is it ever closed? Closed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I know all it's the shows just are open, done. like. <laughs> like most of the night so like i was just wondering. yeah interesting that would be dope i don't know if they'd ever let us do that but that there's a lot crazy. of history in that building and yeah. and I've, i over the years of just listening to comedians podcasts i've heard some stories of experiences that people have had in there That's so crazy I, I honestly i honestly and i actually made a joke about this in my web series there's there's so many stories about theaters being haunted it's like every theater's haunted <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just because you just put so much emotion or whatever and then, and then I've heard people like say like, no, it's not ghosts. It's that we're on parallel universes, and like basically mm. the whole uh, what's that Christopher Nolan movie about space? Trans, oh, trans, Interstellar. Interstellar. <laughs> I'm thinking trans, trans, <laughs> transparent or whatever it is. Yeah, Interstellar. I guess kind of talks about that in in this video game I'm playing called Control, which is dope. It uh, it basically is kind of talking about that how like interdimensional uh, portals could potentially be opened and or mm-hmm. are opening and that's what causes a lot of like things shifting and things like that. So interesting. Yeah. Anyways, sorry that was a really roundabout <laughs> conversation, but that's what we're supposed to do in these podcasts as we talk. <laughs> yeah. So, and thank you for listening, guys. We're, we promise we'll keep go. We'll keep coming. Uh, please be sure to like. Send us some questions. We're back now. We promise. Um, at TDLA Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on all social medias. TDLA Podcast. Check out Sean's t-shirt company. Go buy a t-shirt right oh, now. Stop what you. you're doing. Go buy a t-shirt. And uh, we'll probably have TDLA merch. Oh, I so, wouldn't mind that. I mean, we have the logo, so all we got to do is just throw it up there. So. Throw it up there. That'd be dope. I'd buy that. Yeah. So... Right, and they're guys. really comfortable shirts. Just got to say. Oh, thank you. Cool. I make them myself. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, guys. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.